Married with Children, the podcast, hosted by Dustin and Callie, two 30-somethings, just trying to make it through everyday life, sponsored by Spring Valley Farms. Spring Valley Farms is a family-owned, certified Angus farm that specializes in show cattle and freezer beef. If you have a young child breaking into the 4-H scene, there isn't a better place to visit than Spring Valley Farms. They aren't just looking to sell you a show heifer or a show steer. They will be with you throughout the entire show experience. If you're a more experienced showman that would appreciate support from the farm that you buy your show cattle from, Spring Valley Farms is the place. The head herdsman for Spring Valley Farms has spent time working, showing, and fitting cattle at many Indiana regional shows, along with the National Junior Angus Show. If you have interest in Spring Valley Farms, feel free to email us at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com. And now it's time for the show. Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. This is episode number two. Uh, kind of our Super Bowl episode. We're going to break down our thoughts before the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Sunday afternoon here. Game getting ready to start later on this evening. We're going to break down our thoughts prior to the game, do about 45 minutes to an hour, and then record again Monday night with right. our reactions from the game. So, uh-huh. first of all, hello. Hello. Um, yeah, it's going to be kind of an interesting kind of two-part to this episode, I guess, just to kind of get – uh, kind of our thoughts and, uh, you know, just looking at the game and especially some of the different things with it. And then uh, obviously going from there afterwards. So. And as we talked about on last week's episode, uh, last night was our monthly date night. Yeah. Got the chance to go out. Um, not it. really as crazy as what I think you had thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, I'm, we got we got a babysitter and, you know, and everything. And then we're like, well, then what do we do? And tried to figure some things out and. Ended up getting busy here, messing, you were working with the upstairs, and I was running around and got back later than I thought, and, you know, it just, next thing we know, it's like 6 o'clock, and we're like, yeah, well, let's just go out to eat, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> but we did end up at Boomba's Pizza in uh, Clarksville. Yeah. Uh, really, really good pizza. Um, really good nachos, too. Yeah. Um, kind of blew my diet a little bit out of the water, <laughs> but, hey, yeah. that's all right. Gonna gonna try and be better today on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So first of all, Super Bowl Sunday. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a football guy, mm-hmm. so it's it's a big day uh, for me. Always has been. But what's your favorite thing about Super Bowl Sunday? Um, I mean, I just I really like all of it. To be honest, I mean, I I, I do enjoy watching the game. I do like watching football. So, um, you know, I'm not one that doesn't really care for the game part, but I do enjoy the commercials. Um, I think I'm, I'm really hoping that they're, they're good ones this year. I thought the last couple of years, um, they've not been as good. I guess, I guess what I should say is the last few years, what I feel like is I've seen the funny commercials like beforehand and, uh, you know, a lot of times they always put out the sneaks and, but I don't feel like I've seen that. Many I, this I don't, year. I don't think so either. I've heard people talk about them. I heard there's a lot of them that, you know, there's a lot of celebrities, you know, with, with different ones. I don't really know if that's true, but uh, but no, I've not seen, and I've tried to kind of stay away from seeing some of the commercials because usually in the past, the past few years, it's like, 
the only funny ones are the ones that are that are remotely funny are the ones that I, I've already I've already seen. So yeah, what's your what, what's your favorite company with the ads that they do? Uh, you know, historically, some of the um, ads they've come out with. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I I mean, I I do always like seeing like the Budweiser with the the Clydesdale. Yes, I mean, I I mean, I just like those. So those are always nice. I would have to go with Doritos. I, once, Doritos are usually the funny ones. Yeah, once Doritos kind of started letting the fans, and I don't know if they're even still doing that, but let the fans submit ideas and then right. do their own commercial, I've always thought those were pretty good. Yeah, Doritos, I, I will agree. They usually have some pretty good ones. Those are kind of the funny ones. What's your favorite game day food? When you think about Super Bowl, think about Super Bowl parties, and I know, you know, with a little backhanded knowledge, I know your family kind of had a food tradition for yes. a long time. But yeah. but what what is your favorite game day foods when you start thinking about that? Um, I mean, I just like, I just like having, uh, you know, like some kind of snacky stuff. I guess, um, you know, wings are usually good, but like dips and stuff. So that's kind of what I'm planning on making for tonight. But my family usually does have a tradition. It, it, we always had. Uh, Super Bowl sandwiches and literally that was the only time that we ever had them but they were um, just roast beef and she I think mom put like some barbecue and stuff like that and put it on the hoagie bun and stuck her in the oven and those were our Super Bowl sandwiches. <laughs> so why have you not carried on the tradition of Super Bowl sandwiches? I don't know I guess maybe I should. Mom told me today that she was planning on making Super Bowl sandwiches for her and dad so um, I guess I should but. Very cool I I'm hot wings. I mean, yeah. I, I love my wings. That's my plan for this evening. Um, I, multiple kinds of sauces I know you picked up yesterday. So pretty excited about the hot wings, especially when I th start thinking about game days or tailgating and things like that. Right. Super Bowl picks. When we start looking here at the game a little bit and getting into the game, obviously Patriots and Eagles, I think – the Eagles are somewhat of a, a surprise to be there. Right. Um, were the They were the best team in the NFC all year long, but after Carson Wentz went down with an ACL mm -hmm. tear, I think there was a lot of thought that they wouldn't be able to make the Super Bowl. Right. Um, a lot of people thought Minnesota would kind of knock them out last week, but or two weeks ago, I should say. Minnesota obviously really struggled in that ball game. Right. The line right now is minus four and a half for the Patriots. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to say I think something that would be fun between the two of us uh, is a friendly wager on the game. No. Okay. That and, makes me nervous. Well, and I think I think what we need is there has to be some type of retribution or payment for the loser. <laughs> and I think what would be great here with this podcast is the idea of Whoever loses has to sing a karaoke song on the next podcast. Oh, awesome. And what I think is maybe we'll even get some of our listeners involved with the idea of maybe we'll throw up a poll on social media and we'll take some some songs that they could submit okay. for us, <laughs> uh, for whoever the loser is. Um, I've got some ideas of what I would like you to sing. I would love to hear you sing Adele's Hello. Um, I think that I think that would be a perfect song <laughs> yeah, that for you. Sounds just right up my my alley with my music abilities and singing abilities for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I love so, your confidence. So, before we get into our picks and we actually break down our picks, okay. My question to you is: 
who are you leaning towards right now? Straight up, just who do you think is going to be Super Bowl champion at the end of the night? I, I mean, I think, I think straight up, I think the Patriots are going to win. Why? Uh, what's your, what's your keys to victory? Oh gosh, it's me, me being such a football guru, I mean, knowing all of that, um, I would say I think, I just think that the Patriots have the, the advantage. I mean, they've been there however many times. Uh, I mean, I just. And like you said, I don't think many people thought the Eagles were even going to be there. So I think that – I just think that everybody kind of expects the Patriots. I guess I'm kind of on that – not that I'm hoping the Patriots will win. I would much rather, I think, see the Eagles win just because I don't like the Patriots. But I I do think that the Patriots are probably the team that's going to win. What are you thinking score-wise? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't decide if I think it's going to be a close game or a not close game. Like I said, I, I mean, I think the Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to win, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be, I'm hoping it's a good game, obviously, just to be able to watch, but I, I, don't, I really couldn't even throw out a score. What do you think? No, not even a guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I think the Patriots are probably the favorite. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to lean a lot more towards the Eagles, um, especially with the line. I, I like the line a lot better when the, when it opened at five and a half, but I think even at four and a half, I, ju- I really think it will be a close game. I think this I think is so. I think this is a three-point ball game at the end of the, the night. And if I was picking right now the Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl under Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and I will say from a score of 31 to 28. Really? Yep. Okay. And and I think that I think the key for the Eagles, if if the Eagles are going to be crowned Super Bowl champion, which I think would be really interesting, in the sense that Nick Foles being the backup and right. being a guy who had kind of been put back on the shelf, right? Um, when it comes to the starting quarterbacks in the league he had kind of been moved away from that idea I think it'd be really interesting for him to be a Super Bowl champion tonight and then wondering you know what's his next move right but if they're going to do that I think the key to them is they have to get pressure on Brady they have to move him off of his spot you know the Eagles cannot let Tom Brady sit back and pick them apart Nick Foles the running game has to get going Nick Foles has to have the ability to Make easy uh, play action throws, yeah. use the under throws early, um, and force New England to play up on them so that they can get the over the top shot for big plays. Overall, though, again, if you're if you're forcing me to pick, I think it's the Patriots, and I just think it's the idea that you give Belichick and Brady two weeks to prepare. Very true. That's I, true. I think it's tough to beat them. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. How many times have they gotten to the? Super Bowl and lost. Do you do you know? Uh, I believe twice. I believe they've been. Uh, I believe this will be their eighth trip total. So okay. I think if you before under, tonight under those guys, they've yeah. been seven times. Yes, under those guys. I, if you're talking the Belichick Brady, yes, yes, seven yes. times and have won five. I believe. Okay. Um, because they curious. were the the Patriots were the team for me being a Bears fan. 1985 Super Bowl shuffle Chicago Bears. That's who the Bears beat. Yes, and I believe it was. 43 to 3 maybe or something like that really yeah it was a pretty pretty bad game that was in 85 yes so that was before you were even born yes yeah so 
So, uh, I guess what we'll need to do is um, well, let's look at this here a little bit. I want to see. Let me see if I can get this to pull up here. I was going to look at some of the the crazy prop bets. Yeah, that's the thing that the I always Super Bowl. that that's the thing that I always think is interesting with betting is how long's the national anthem? You know, I mean, I mean, just different things as, that they go through and you can bet on the over and under or whatever any of that yeah uh here are some of them just looking real quick uh obviously you've got will the eagles kick first or the patriots kick first which <laughs> you can bet on that absolutely um eagles score first patriots score first uh wow. will the first uh new england or philadelphia play be a run play or a pass play who will score last uh, let's see what else we got here. Will they score in the first four and a half minutes, five and a half minutes, oh six gosh. and a half minutes? Really? I didn't know you could get that in depth. Uh, let's see. Will they have five unanswered points? Will they score the first 10 points, first 20 points? Man. Let's see. I'm trying to find something. Else. Who will punt first? Total number of punts. The over-under for total number of punts tonight is eight and a half. Eight and a half. That seems pretty high to me. Yeah, I agree. Will it go into overtime? First turnover. Is it going to be a fumble or an interception? <laughs> Who will have a turnover first? Most holding penalties. So how many of these or any of these do you think you'll bet on? Some no. of these crazy ones? No. No. Those are pretty crazy. I would I would not be willing to bet on any of this. Because there's really no, I mean, like, that's just taking a gamble with it, I, I I would say. Yeah, I didn't know some of the, oh, man, there's, I mean, there's probably 150 different ones. Yeah, I mean, you're, like, still scrolling. More time of possession. I thought usually they did, you know, like, the length of the national anthem. Yeah, that's what I, I was looking for. Maybe that's just not on there or something. I don't know. I, I was going to say, I think it, not, don't they even do stuff with the, do they do some with the halftime show sometimes, too? They might. Like I'm how not, long it lasts or something? I'm not 100. They they probably do. Let's see here. Okay, here we go. Um, coin will land heads or tails oh, in yeah. the coin toss. Uh, who will win the coin toss? Winner that wins the coin toss wins the Super Bowl. Yes or no? Oh, gosh. Okay. And the team calling it, do they get the correct call or the wrong call on the toss? So if I if oh, I call tails gotcha, gotcha. and it's heads, do did I get the right or right. the wrong? Um, you can you can bet on the MVP, who it will be. Let's see. This one's called Gatorade Shower. I don't know what this means uh, for Super Bowl. Oh, oh, you can bet right now on the <laughs> color of the Gatorade that will be poured <laughs> on the winning coach. Oh, my. Like, is it yellow or orange? Or? Uh, yellow right now is the, is the favorite. Um, it's plus 180 on the money line. Uh, orange is next, then red. Clear water comes in uh, right there at fourth. Blue is fifth. And purple, the long shot, at plus 800 on the money line. Oh, my so, gosh. Yes, you can bet on who, what color of Gatorade will be poured gosh. on the winning coach. Let's see here. This one says special props. Let's see what this is. Um, oh, who will be shown on TV first during the anthem? Tom Brady or Nick Foles? Tom Brady. Well, yeah, that, that would be who I would bet. Um, unless they kind of lead in with the whole idea of him being the underdog yeah. and what do they th think. What I always wonder about this, though, is 
I mean, if I'm the cameraman or if I'm the if I'm the producer editing this, man, I mean, why can, wouldn't I put a thousand dollars? You can down? bet on that, and then obviously make your bet win, especially something like that. If you you know if you're that guy, how many times will uh, Giselle Bunchen, uh, Tom Brady's wife, be shown on TV? Oh yeah, the over under right now is at one and a half. Oh, I I would ta- I would take the over. She's going to be shown, especially if they're winning, and and you know at the end. How many times will Donald Trump be mentioned during the bod- podcast, or excuse me, broadcast? Not our podcast. Yeah. We don't have a betting line on yeah, here. No. Uh, let's see. What else? Will Tom Brady win regular season super MVP and Super Bowl 52 MVP? He already won the regular season MVP, so that's locked in. Uh, let's see what else here. I bet they have some on commercials, too. How many that, times will the Rocky statue in Philly be shown during the broadcast? How many times will Janet Jackson be mentioned during the broadcast? <laughs> well, with Justin Timberlake. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Right now, the favorite is teammates. Uh, coming in second is God. Third is his city. Fourth is his coach. Fifth is the owner. And sixth is family. The seventh one is does not mention any of the above, which I would think would be very impossible. Unlikely. Yes. Um, well, I guess it says, who does he mention first in his speech? So it could. So I guess if he just mentions something else first. Right. Let's see. Will any touchdown be turned uh, overturned by replay how many times will Tom Brady's age be mentioned during the broadcast that's at currently at one and a half as well I'm pretty sure I mean you could that is out of control some of the things that you could go through and spend I mean it would be interesting just to look at some of these and just see how many you notice as you're watching the game will Tom Brady's jersey be stolen again it was stolen last season oh yeah I forgot about that let's see what else Times the temps outside the stadium will be mentioned. Will any player kneel during the national anthem? Total viewers in millions. Uh, what else we got? So yes, I guess they've got pretty much. It went a lot. It goes a lot more in depth than I even thought. Oh yeah, and and, and especially like I knew that they did. A bunch of the stuff, like the crazy stuff, but I mean, I really didn't know that it was all, especially into the football. How many times is Brady's wife going to be shown? How many times, you know, is, I mean, number of times wardrobe malfunction will be listed or mentioned. Wardrobe malfunction, which comes from the Janet Jackson halftime oh, show. Oh yes, with gotcha. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, when will Dilly been said first? Will it be in a commercial first, or uh, will it be when a touchdown is scored first? I was going to say, I did hear that everybody will be saying Dilly Dilly after, or on Monday. Why did, what, what do you mean by that? Why did you hear I, that? I heard, because I think there's going to be a lot of commercials on it. Isn't that the Bud Light commercial? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I just think, didn't know why you, you thought. I just heard that on the radio, and they said, they said something about how, well, everybody will be saying that on Monday. Because I acted like it was going to be a lot of times. Like I said, I don't. Obviously, I don't know. But well, here, here's what we'll I see. Here's what I think. I think before we get into the pick of the game, okay. I think it would be fun. We'll kind of go back and forth here. We'll pick some prop bets, um, and let's kind of we'll we'll pick ten total bets. Okay. All right, ten props, each worth one point, 
and then we'll pick the Super Bowl. So winner. it's like a point system. Yes. Oh gosh. We'll pick the Super Bowl. Even better for me, not. And that will be worth um, five points. So the Super Bowl winner pick is worth five. The ten props are worth <laughs> a point apiece. Oh gosh. So let's see here. Uh, let's start with who will be shown first during the uh, on TV during the anthem. And I'll let you take the first pick. Are you taking Brady or Foles? I take Brady. All right. So you take Tom Brady on being shown first. Yeah. Uh, what else can we do here? Let's see. Will Donald Trump be mentioned during the broadcast? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. So I will take no on him being mentioned during the broadcast. I, I think they'll stay away from politics uh, during the Super Bowl, so I'm going to go with no on him being mentioned. Okay. Uh, let's see for you. Give me a good one. <laughs> so many to choose from. Will a touchdown be overturned by replay? Just at any point, either Any team. point in the game, either team. Will a touchdown, and not will just a, a replay be overturned? Right, right, right. Will a right. touchdown be overturned by replay? I say no. Okay, so you say no to that one. Over under 1.5 times Brady's age is mentioned during the broadcast. I'm taking the over all day, every day. I think they will talk about him being 40 years old multiple times tonight. And what was that set at? You said one and a half. One and a half is the line on that. So you think it'll be at least at two. least twice. I, I I I would I would agree with that. Definitely got. Let's so we got four of them so far. Get us another good one. Let's see. Well, that one's gonna be forever ago. Do the one with do the one with his wife. That one is a okay one. I, I you may not have gotten to that one yet. Yeah, I don't remember that one. How many times will uh, Giselle be shown on TV? Over under set at one and a half. I I take the over. All right, so I've got the under on that. Uh, let's go color of Gatorade. Yeah, I think that I like that one. I am going to step outside. I'm not going to take the top pick. I'm going to go with orange. I think orange okay. Gatorade is what it is. Your choice? Uh, I would take, I think I would take yellow. Okay. That's lime, green, and yellow all mixed together. That is the favorite right now on the lines. Let's see. Oh, wow. This is, I didn't even get to this. This is cross, called cross sport prop bets. <laughs> this is the idea of like which will be more. Total points in Super Bowl 52 by the winning team or total medals won by the U.S. in the Winter Olympics? Now, say it, say it again. Right, this isn't one we're going to do, but yeah, yeah, yeah. total points by the winner of Super Bowl 52. So oh, if the Patriots gotcha. score 30 points, yes, versus, will that uh, be higher than the total amount of medals uh, won by the U.S. during the Winter Olympics? Gotcha. Oh, my gosh. That is out of control. <laughs> I would say we'd win more medals. That would be my guess. That would be mine, too, I think. I mean, I, I don't know, but that... Because it didn't say gold medals. It just said medals, so... 
which which they do start on Thursday, so that'll be interesting. Okay, here we go. On the national anthem, do you know who's singing the national I anthem? I do not. Now? I was going to ask. Did it, you know? It is Pink. Oh, okay. Pink is singing the national anthem. She, I got Total you. seconds singing. Is it my choice or your choice um, now? Well, you we did the Gatorade, and you picked the color first. Okay, so, so it'll be your pick. Turn? Yep. Okay. Total seconds singing the national anthem by Pink tonight. 121 and a half is the over-under. You take an over, so just over two minutes, or or basically right at two minutes. Um, and if you would like to, to, to help you, if you'd you like to, to sing, sing it, it a little bit. Just to type myself? Well, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I might have to sing later, so that will hopefully put the pain to a minimum for everybody. Um, gosh. I go with under. Under? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm going to go under. Under two minutes, 1.5 seconds. Okay. So we'll have to time that when that gets started. My question there is I just don't know. I don't know when they start exactly. I mean, is it, does it start when she says, oh, I mean, is that when it and starts? Then, and then you know how they hold the brave, like, extra long. Well, that's where that's where your winner or loser is going to come yeah, in. Yeah, because uh, you know they've got it figured out. I mean, to where that's obviously going to be a pretty good timing. Okay, let's go coin toss. Coin will add heads or tails. My choice, I will take yes. tails. Tails never fails. Okay, so you're taking tails. How many how many props are we at right there? Uh, let's see, two, four, six. That is eight. You just did number eight. Okay, then let's say I'll throw to you. Will the Eagles win the coin toss or the Patriots win the coin toss? Um, I'll go Eagles. Okay, and who will score first, Patriots or Eagles? I am actually going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Eagles score first. Really? So I'm going to take the Eagles on that one. Okay. I believe that is it. Too. Yep, that's that's ten of them there. So now we're down to the grand finale. Well, I think what we'll have to do. Let me see. I want to see if we can just just for my own curiosity. Let me see if I can find Pink singing the national anthem, since we've already made our picks. Um, we will need, we, I think we need to get a quarter because it's only fair that we honestly flip for who gets to pick first. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. I thought I had one over there, but I don't think I do. Let me see. Let's see if I can find pink here. Pink. National. Still trying to find it here. I don't know if she's sung it before or not. Let's see what this is. Ah, there's an ad. It's our favorite part of YouTube. Yeah, gets me every time. We can send more. Good, good commercial, though. It is. I do like this commercial <laughs> where the asteroid's getting ready to hit Earth and they have the... They I can think, pack, like, everything in their car. I think it's Volkswagen. I thought it was a Mazda at first, but it's a Volkswagen. All right, here we go. Yeah. 
and there's no sound to this video so <laughs> I was hoping this would actually be her singing it but it's not just talking about what we can expect at the Super Bowl with her singing well too bad so I don't have that but so again we'll, we'll count up our prop bets one point a piece uh, we'll also look at uh, the game, which is, again, the, we're going to go with the line, which is four and a half. That's fine. You have retrieved a quarter. I got one. Who is, who's going to get to call it here? I don't care. You can call it. All right, I'm calling tails. You want me to flip it? Absolutely. And dun, 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 dun. it is tails. It's tails. So I win Dang the pick it. for the Super Bowl five points. Oh, again, gosh. four and a half. I am taking... The Eagles. Really? Plus four and a half. I'm okay. going to take the Eagles for my five five extra bonus points there. Well, that I probably would have taken the Patriots, so I guess that kind of works out for me. Works out for you the way you wanted it to? I guess so. Now, in honor, let me see if I can find this here. Let's see. In honor of the Super Bowl today. Let's see if one of these works. What are you looking up? Is that a surprise? Well, I was trying to find. Oh, that's not right. Could there, known. Be, could there be a better song right now than should that? Should have known. I mean, who else has a team that has been able to to record a music video and, and musical masterpiece like that? I mean, I just love as that thing's playing, you're, you know, dancing to it and singing the words. How do and, you not? Yeah, well, I, I fought the urge. And I didn't even get to my favorite part with Jim McMahon when he's the punky QB known as McMahon. <laughs> I mean, 
what I don't understand is, and a lot of these guys, we, we've lost some of those 85 Bears um, that have passed on. When is the NFL going to wise up and bring those guys back as the halftime show? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Oh, well, that's you're exactly right. Speaking of the halftime show, though, what do you think about the choice to be Justin I, Timberlake? I'm excited. I mean, I... I, I I mean I'm kind of excited to see him and see what he'll do. He seems to be, uh, you know, pretty good with it. So I think it'll be interesting. There's a lot of theories, I guess, and things going around here. But yeah, the big one I heard on on the Howard Stern show the other day is the idea that in uh, sync is going to reunite. Right. Now you say you have heard there is no way yeah. that's a possibility. I heard that somebody asked one of the guys. I forget which one. Uh, about it and he said no and so yes I've heard from on one of the radio stations I was I listened to in the morning said that it is not happening and there's not going to be an NSYNC reunion but if there was going to be an NSYNC reunion and someone asked is there going to be don't you think I mean I'm sure they would say no like I mean like I mean I'm sure they would like to, to pretend like no so that they su- still surprise everybody. Right. Yes. But that's what you're basing your knowledge of it won't happen on. I'm just saying that's what the, that's what the people on the radio said. I'm not saying that's all true, always true. I'm just saying that's what they said. So do you think we see NSYNC tonight? I don't know. Um, I mean, I would like to hear a little bye-bye-bye. That'd be cool. Mm, disagree. Yeah, I, we all know that you're a closet NSYNC fan. No, I am a closet Timberlake fan. I right. will admit that. Not when he had curly boy, hair. Boy band, no. Justin Timberlake fan. No. Just so you know, guys. Well, you can claim that. <laughs> uh, that would not be the case. I am happy to accept <laughs> Justin Timberlake today. I was never a fan of the NSYNC uh, curly hair Justin. Yeah. But the musician, singer-songwriter Justin that he has grown to become today I think is pretty good. Here's a here's a little taste of his newest uh, song. Let's see, it may have an ad here. Let me get this pulled up. Uh, obviously, he just had an album come yeah, out. Yeah, just came out here a few uh, weeks ago. Man of the Woods is what it's called. I um, did hear somewhere that somebody they had said that it's like a. Uh, I forget what they. It was some. They they said something country, some kind of like a poppy country, is what they labeled the album being obviously i've not heard it so i couldn't tell you i brag about you to anyone outside but i'm a man of the woods it's my pride i'm sorry baby you know i try but i'm a man of the woods it's my pride hey sugar plum look at where we are so tonight if i take it too far that's okay because you know that's okay because you know. i hear the making up's fine <laughs> been a minute since we had some time to breathe so if you see another side of me that's okay because you know that's okay because you know. i hear the making up's fine <laughs> i'm not sure that i would go with that song being I, poppy country i totally agree i'm like they're gonna think i'm a total idiot i swear i heard it on the radio i need to stop listening to the radio i guess i don't know that that's the reason why they feel that way <laughs> why do you say what do you mean oh that i'm an idiot <laughs> oh, oh gotcha well i think that just verified everything <laughs> i just said especially the people that listen that actually know me they're going now to know, this know? is this might be where they're coming from a little bit and i i'm not even sure let me see if i can find out if this is actually on that new album let's see 
They do, but he does have a, a duet with Chris Stapleton on there. And that is that's the one I just saw. That is on the new album. Yeah, you know I'm that? Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, this is called "Say Something" with Chris Stapleton. I've not heard it. I've not heard any of the songs. I guess I've heard maybe one. Maybe Chris Stapleton would make an appearance. That would be cool. Very cool. Fast forward here a little bit. Yeah, kind of slow starting. Well, maybe. I could probably go a little bit more uh, poppy country. And I'm not sure what the the adjective that was used with it, but. It now, isn't the like song that. Filthy also on the new album? That I couldn't tell you. Had another ad. They get me every time. <laughs> He's got a lot of videos. This is the if this one is on the new album as well. This is the third video that I've seen here on YouTube. Already for a new album. excited to see his halftime show i do think that he puts on a great concert i agree um he's somebody i would like to see live i've never had the opportunity to see him live so i i'm really excited to kind of see the thing and i hope that the shadow of the previous halftime show he does right. doesn't overshadow tonight i, I hope agree. it's not all about him and janet jackson and what happened in 2004 i hope that they really let him stand on his own i agree i i I mean, that's what I mean is I, I am looking forward to it, uh, to seeing him uh, and everything. I think that would be I think he does seem to put on a good show, even though I've obviously never seen him in concert. Well, but. and even though I love classic rock and some of the acts right. that they've had on there in the last, you know, five to ten years. Yeah. I'm ready for somebody new and somebody fresh. Right. You know, some of those acts are in their 60s, 70s. Yes. They don't move as well. Yep. And I thought the Gaga 
um, performance last year was excellent. Was that last year? I believe it was last year. Okay. Because um, I think uh, Katy Perry was then a couple years ago. Because mm. she was she was the one with the whole shark deal. I think that was a couple years ago. Was it? Gaga was I last think, year where she jumped off the roof into the oh yeah into the halftime. I think show. you're right. Yeah. So okay. I think that was I think Gaga was last year and Katy Perry maybe the year before. before. So. So, yeah, I'm excited to see Timberlake tonight and see what he comes up with. I, I do think it'll be a really good halftime show. I think so. And, again, we're going to we're gonna get ready to pause here. So, if, if it sounds a little weird, we're going to take a break. We are planning on, um, obviously, we'll keep track of our points for our prop bets and yep. the game bets. We're going to be looking at commercials and looking at our uh, thoughts, our breakdown of the commercials, our favorites, try and pick those out. Yeah. We'll also be looking, obviously, at the game, the other part, and yeah. then our breakdown on what we thought about Justin Timberlake's halftime performance. So, again, Married with Children, the podcast, uh, our Super Bowl special. And what I'm going to ask right now, again, the loser of our combined prop bet versus game bet mm -hmm. will have to karaoke a song on our podcast. And while I know right now some of our listeners and think are thinking, why punish us because of your bet? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But, well, if you lose, yes, it's, they're being punished. Yeah. If I yeah. win, if I lose, I mean, I've got the voice of an angel. Yeah. And like so if you have song ideas, if you have things that might be interesting uh, for us to try and sing or to work out our, our bet, again, please email those back to us at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media and another thing I want to say, I really, really appreciate the feedback that we've gotten after the first episode. Yeah. A lot of texts, a lot of social media posts, a lot of emails. And, you know, it felt good. We're going to continue to try and get better at this. We're going to try and line out some guests here in the next couple episodes right. to come on and, and help us out and talk to us a little bit. So if you know somebody would be interesting to be on this, that's kind of in the same boat as us that's got some cool things going on, get with us. Let us know those names. If you're somebody that just would like to try this and come and sit with us and talk and, and be a part of it, we would enjoy having you here. So get with us on that as well. But I want to say thank you for that. The one thing I do want to ask, please share our posts on social media so we get more people listening to the podcast. Please push that stuff the best you can. Let people know. Tell people about us. Also, if you could, on iTunes, if you listen to us on iTunes, please take the time to scroll down to the bottom and rate and review our podcast. That's what helps us move up the charts on uh, Apple Podcasts. Right. So if, you, if you're listening to us through that, uh, please do that. One cool thing we have found, if you do have an Amazon uh, Echo at home and you ask Alexa, uh, if you've got the TuneIn app, I should say, set up, if you ask her, she can actually pull up our podcast straight from TuneIn. Right. And all you have to say is Married with Children Show podcast, and she will find the newest episode each week as we upload. Awesome. That's cool. That works for you. So uh, we're going to take a break now so that we can start getting our wings and our, our yeah. food for the day prepared. Super Bowl um, ready. Getting ourselves you know, set up in the living room. So I hope everybody has a great Super Bowl Sunday. Be safe and enjoy the game. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow night with our breakdown of the game. And this, this episode will be released on Tuesday morning. So cool. have a great day. Yep. We will see you tomorrow. And good luck. Yes, good luck to you. <laughs> All right. That's Married with Children, the podcast. Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. It's Monday night. 
We're going to do our second part of episode number two, the Super Bowl edition episode, kind of breaking down the game, the commercials, and halftime. And as all of us know now, and what I'd like to start out by saying, and, and I'll say it the best with President Donald Trump, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles to be Super Bowl champions. Yeah, definitely, uh, I think, a surprise from at least what I was anticipating. So it was a good game. Well, when you think about Nick Foles, I think all you got to say is, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Obviously, he was questioned a lot going into the game, right. but but proved his worth last night. Yeah, absolutely. Huge night for the Eagles. Um, but the Patriots played well as well. Great mm-hmm. football game. Probably one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in a while. Um, I mean, very exciting. The biggest thing I noticed and, and kind of my take in, out of the entire game was the confidence and aggressiveness that the Eagles played with. Absolutely. I mean, Nick Foles came out and he was, I mean, he was gunning from the word go and they made the Eagles, uh, I think, made some gutsy calls and stuff throughout the game to. Well, uh, fourth down. I mean, the fourth down play right there before the half um, on the goal line. And I actually had a, uh, one of our coaches at school asked me a day, he said, would you have had the guts to go for it right there? And I said, absolutely not. I don't think I would. But if I did have the guts to go for it, what I know is <clears throat> I wouldn't have been calling a reverse flea flicker back to the quarterback. I know, right? That I just that was out of control. I mean, it was a it was one of those. It, it it's a great call because it worked. And I mean, it would have you'd have been saying, "What in the world were you thinking?" I think if it didn't, but well, especially that was awesome, especially after the Patriots had ran the same exact play. Yeah, and Brady, Brady didn't misses, catch it. Yeah, Brady misses the catch. <laughs> And then they, the Eagles come right back with the same play. Right, right. No, and I good. know some people are going to say it wasn't the same exact play because I know Brady didn't motion out and it was more of a wildcat setup, but a very, very similar play. Absolutely. No, that was good. You know, and and the the tough thing, I think, for the Eagles, or excuse me, for the Patriots when you look at it, you know, some big injuries. Um, you know, Brandon Cooks goes out in yeah. the game early, um, doesn't return. Um we still don't know why Malcolm Butler didn't play in the game. Right. Uh, obviously, they showed him during the the national anthem. He was tearful. Uh, all that we've been told is it was a coach's decision for him not to play. Uh-huh. Uh, some people may not remember Malcolm Butler a whole lot. Malcolm Butler's the hero from the Seattle uh, Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl when he made the interception on the goal line when all Pete Carroll needed to do was give the ball. Uh, to Eddie, or I was going to say Eddie Lacy, but Marshawn Lynch, uh-huh. and a simple score right there would have would have finished the game. So my question to you is, you know, who impressed you the most watching that game? And I know right before we started, you said, I don't know football so well to be able to break <laughs> all this stuff down. But what what players from a from a female perspective watching the Super Bowl last night? And I know you had to watch it with a three and a half year old running around, but. But who stood out to you as players? Obviously, we've talked a little bit about Nick Foles, but who else? Um, well, yeah, I was going to say for sure Nick Foles. I think he was one that I thought it was really cool that um, – I mean, I think – I don't know if people were kind of doubting him, but I think they were kind of doubting if he was going to be able to actually do it, uh, you know, just because it, he was the backup. I mean, it's not necessarily – was officially his team. Um, but So he would be the one that, that really stuck out with me. 
Uh, help me out. Who was the uh, who was the one that scored the last touchdown? I think he was eighty six, number eighty six. Zach Ertz, tight okay. end. Zach Ertz. I thought he did well. I mean, he was you know one that that did a lot and obviously scored that last touchdown that they reviewed and reviewed and reviewed and forever that, and is still being reviewed today on <laughs> social they, media. They still and, are talking about and it on the sports talk shows. That right. It, it was not a touchdown in a lot of people's eyes, and and I understand where they're saying that because. From the comparison to the Jesse James touchdown for the Steelers or the Des Bryant touchdown that right. was called, uh, you know, last year I believe it was. By that determination, I agree, but I don't know why the NFL can't come up with a consistent rule on what a catch is. Right. He made the catch at the five yard line. Yeah. He took three steps and dove into the end zone. If they'd have handed that ball off to him and he dives, that's a fumble and a recovery for a touchdown. To me, and again, I understand the argument about the Jesse James and and the uh, Des Bryant catch, but to me, that's a touchdown. What I just couldn't figure out whenever they were talking about it, the the commentators and things, and they're like, they thought they were going to pull it back and they were going to put it back to the, I don't know, whatever yard line they were on at that point, and it was going to be fourth down. And I, I, I mean, you and I were talking. I'm like, heck, I thought he, he, I thought he for sure caught it. Obviously, he ran, you know, he was running in and got tripped by the defender. And then, like you said, it was like he fumbled it. He was like, to me, he looked like a runner that fumbled it and then caught it in the air, obviously, again, when he was laying on the ground. But, like I said, I don't know that much about football, but that's just my <laughs> my perspective with it. So, what do you, what do you think? Who, uh, who do you think stood out for you? Well, I think uh, I think overall the Eagles' defense, um, and again, I know that's tough to say when when you give up the number of points that were given up in the Super Bowl. But I think that even though they they bent a lot, they and, and I again I understand the argument that well Brady was you know threw for five hundred yards and was you know three touchdowns. And, well, and they said that this game was the most uh, yards ever in, in a, a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl too. Yeah. So that was interesting. But they, but they kept making uh, New England have to make plays and make drives. And I think they kept themselves in the ball game. So I thought the Philly yeah. defense, you know, impressed me at times. But the other guys that I would pick out is, first of all, LeGarrette Blount, um, who was one of the running backs, actually was formerly a running back with the New England Patriots, won the Super Bowl with them last year. Uh, right, I remember hearing that. He was told, hey, you got to take a pay cut, give us a hometown discount. Uh, to stay in New England, he said, peace out, I'm headed to Philly. Uh, I'll play you there. So I thought he was huge, yeah. um, along with Jay Ajayi and that whole backfield uh, for Philadelphia. Um, I also, Alshon Jeffrey, and being a former, or excuse me, him being a former Bear, <laughs> me being a lifelong Bears fan, we knew what we were losing in Jeffrey. Right. We just didn't have the team around him to keep him here. So I was really happy that the Bears gave him that opportunity to get out. We got some assets back from that trade. Yeah. But we didn't have the quarterback to play with him. And and he is a big-bodied, huge receiver that you could see last night. You know, you just get the ball up in his vicinity and yeah. give him a chance. Yeah. No, I thought that was – I I I agree. I felt awful for him on the tip off of his yes, hands. Yes, that was like – I mean, that, that – what I mean, what are you supposed to – I mean, he had it almost – and then, like you said, I mean, he just tipped it off and tipped it literally right to the to the other guy's player for the only interception in the game, I think. Is that right? Is yes, that the, only, that, interception? the only interception. Brady had the fumble. Right, he, at, um, the, at the end. Yeah, he had the fumble, but that was the only interception in the game. 
Uh, the other thing, you know, that I would say that I thought was really shocking coming out of the game last night was the kicking game. Yeah. And prior to the game, and I forget which commentator it was that made the statement, but they were talking about how with being inside in the dome and the atmosphere and the whole setup, it really looked like he felt the kickers could probably kick from 55 yards or better. Really? And then we miss an extra point. Yeah. Gaskowski, who is as, as clutch as they right. come, shanks the the field goal, which, again, I understand bad snap, laces weren't out, but it's still like a 25-yard field goal. Yeah. That's one yeah. he's got to be able to get. So the kicking game in the Super Bowl, and I know they talked about the kickers didn't like the logo that was on yeah. the field, and it caused some issues, but I thought that was a huge turning point in the game. Yeah, well, at one point we're watching the game, and I asked you, I said, do you think – because it was the uh, the missed uh, PAT for for Philly, and then they the next score they went they were tried to go for two to kind of make it back up, and they missed that. I said, do you think those you know three points are going to come back to bite them? Well, obviously they uh, New England missed a field goal, so it kind of they both lost three points on each of those you know due to kicking. So, and on the other side, talking about players that impress me, I mean Brady is Brady. I mean, and yeah. and, and I know that you're a Colts fan, and I know there's several Colts fans that, that listen to our podcast, but he is the greatest. I mean, I love Peyton Manning, and we, and I was debating with a guy at work today, and he, he made a really good point. It may be the system in New England that helps Brady so much with yeah. Belichick and, and the offense that goes there, but Brady is the greatest at making it happen. Peyton Manning, I think you could put on any team, and he was going to make them better because yeah. he was the offense. He was yeah. the offensive coordinator. He called the plays <laughs> yeah. at the line. Yeah. He did all that. But you cannot not respect what Brady has been able to do. And, right. again, 500 yards, three touchdowns yesterday. You, yeah. No interceptions. There's not much more you can do. And I understand he has the big fumble in the big spot at the end of the game. But I think anybody in America that's being honest – did not feel good about him having the ball with two minutes left to go with oh, a chance yeah. to drive it and score. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he was heading down that way. And the other one I would say is, you know, Rob Gronkowski, I think, is the most difficult human being to cover in the NFL. He's big. He is fast. He is physical. I just look at and, – and being a tight end and knowing a little bit about football, you're – you're constantly having to make the decision, am I going to play a linebacker on him who probably can't run as fast as him? Yeah. Or am I going to play a safety on him that's not as tall and physical? So no matter what you do, and I thought the Eagles he did has, a great job. He has an job. advantage in some way. Absolutely. And I think the Eagles did a great job most of the night of trying yeah. to limit his his impact on the game. I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't think that he was – I mean – you d you didn't see him I guess nearly as much I think that they did kind of try to limit his his production. You know, and then um, I think the uh, that, well one thing I will bring up and I I know I showed you this last night and I don't know how many people saw it. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods kind of talking about <laughs> yeah. about who impressed. Um, I did think the officiating was really good last night. I didn't. I mean, I thought that they. They seem fair and balanced. I know there's a, a conspiracy that the Patriots get all the calls oh, and yeah. the officials play for them. I did see a meme at halftime last night that said the Patriots halftime adjustments and it had Belichick talking to an official. <laughs> but really kind of funny, I saw on Twitter last night, Dick Sporting Goods in New Jersey, somewhere in New Jersey. I'm not exactly sure where, but I did read online that it's in a huge Eagles part of Eagle fan uh, uh -huh, area. Right had a rack of referee shirts all set out 
and the sign above it said Patriots Team Apparel. <laughs> I know, right? So I, I part, thought that, part of the team. I thought that was a great job by Dick Sporting Goods to kind of troll out, you know, the the Patriots there and have that out there. So, like I said, uh, twenty two to twelve at halftime. You know, and, and and you still didn't even even with it being twenty two to twelve, you you weren't comfortable. Obviously, it's, I would say, especially if you're an Eagles fan or an Eagles, you know, player or coach, that they weren't going to come back out, you know, guns blazing. If you were comfortable, all you need to do is call Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons absolutely. and ask what it's like when you get right. comfortable. Right. Absolutely. And to be honest, that's the biggest thing that I think was different about this Super Bowl for the Patriots. If you go back and watch the the Super Bowl Atlanta versus New England, they got so conservative in the second half. They were just trying to protect the lead. It felt yeah. like were it felt like protecting the league, not trying to win the game. I don't think Doug Peterson and the Philadelphia Eagles at any point last night were not trying to win oh the game. Oh my gosh. And then they had the uh they were did the fourth down. They went for it on fourth down with I think it was like 5 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I mean, it it was I mean, heck, where they were around the fifty-yard line or better, and so I mean, it's just some of those calls. It was just like, I mean, it took. I I would think it would take some guts to do, and and like you said, I mean, they were really playing to win it. So, and you know, and again, final score forty-one thirty-three, Eagles win. Um, but I saw some things at the end of the game that I thought were unpatriot-like, uncharacteristic for a Patriots team that's usually so prepared. Really, after after the Eagles go up and score, we get the kickoff. Um, coming back with about 58 seconds, and they try the reverse on the kickoff return. Yeah, yeah. Which is almost Rex Burkhead gets the pitch um, on the reverse, gets hit right away. Looks like he almost fumbles the ball. He holds on to it. It's, that's just very un-Belichick-like, in my opinion. Well, it's it, and, and like the commentators even said, they took five or seven seconds off the clock doing that. I mean, and it, I mean, it's did did he not trust? I mean, usually, heck, give Brady as much you know the time and and let him do his thing. Who else would you want with the ball? Right, absolutely. With so, a minute left to go. I mean, what are the chances that you're really going to run? I mean, a, a huge run or or anything great back? I'd rather put the ball in Brady's hands and let him give him that extra five seconds. And and then I didn't like the idea that there was a play right there at the fifty prior to the Hail Mary play. Mm-hmm. where instead of taking two shots into the end zone, which is what I would have wanted to do, they throw about a nine or ten yard out um, that's incomplete. But, again, it takes four or five seconds off the clock. Right. Nine yards. Brady's got the arm to get it to the end zone. Yeah. I would rather have two opportunities to score than worrying about nine extra yards. You're yeah. down eight. It does, you, you're not it, getting it a field getting, goal range. Right, absolutely. Yeah, you had to, you had to score. Had to get a, a touchdown. All right. So, like I said, one of the better Super Bowls I think I have seen, you know. From um, from start to finish. Like last year, I mean, it was a good second half, you know, game. But, I, I mean, I think this, this year it was pretty solid all the way through. Yeah, and, and a lot of fun, very exciting. Um, and, again, I'm a Bears fan. I am not the Patriots hater that a lot of other people are, and right. I understand that here in Indiana with the – with the rivalry that used to be <laughs> because between, I'm saying because we always got beat by the Patriots. Yeah, that's that's the tough thing. Sometimes the, the Colts fans don't want to don't want to believe it. Really wasn't much of a rivalry. It was really just the Patriots beat you down quite a bit. Right. But and and I know you can send me the messages. The Bears get beat by everybody. I understand that. <laughs> um, you know, so we're we're working to change that and build that back. 
But I'm not a Patriots hater, but I really like this Eagles team. I thought it was a great uh, – <laughs> our three-and-a-half-year-old just walked in from – he was supposed to be in bed, so he just walked in and kind of threw me off a little bit out here in the recording studio. But so, but what I was trying to get at is I'm not a Patriots hater. I, I just really, really thought – the Eagles did the things they had to do to win the ball game. And for a guy like Doug Peterson as a head coach and, and you know, Nick Foles as a backup quarterback and LeGarrette Blount and that whole team, Alshon Jeffrey, I was really excited to see them pull out this one. Um, also, kind of on a side note there, um, talking about the NFL Hall of Fame, uh, the inductees, one big Chicago Bear for all of us Bears fans, Brian Erlacher makes it in on his first attempt. Uh, Randy Moss, also a uh, inductee. Terrell Owens. Um, so some big names getting in the, uh, the NFL Hall of Fame this year. Another big moment always presented right there before the Super Bowl. The Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, and that went to J.J. Watt. And I thought that was a really impressive presentation. You know, J.J., with all the things that went on uh, with the Hurricane Harvey that, that hit Houston, um, I thought he did an amazing job of, of raising some money for that group and that charity. And, and I think that's a really cool award, uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, and, and congratulations to J.J. Watt on winning that. Yeah, no, I thought it, it was cool, um, and and even seeing some of the 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 ways and the things that he's given back, I thought, um, again, with him being a Texan uh, for the Houston Texans and stuff, but it, I I thought it was it was good to uh, to kind of see that side of him instead of just always on the football field. So I thought that was cool. All right, well, hey, let's move into the halftime show next. Uh, Justin Timberlake performing um, his new uh, album, Man of the Woods, which. To follow up a conversation that we had in the first part of the podcast, where Callie said she had been listening to the radio, and I'm the radio, I you are uh, everybody of uh, you know the three people that listen here are probably going to totally, if they didn't already think I was an idiot, they definitely do now, right? Yeah, this won't this won't be a problem. Um, they <laughs> they've already made their mind up. Most of the people that are listening probably at least know me anyway, so they already know. Yeah, they've already got an opinion. But Callie had made the comment that when she was listening to the radio, which I have no idea what station she is listening to, <laughs> she claimed that Justin Timberlake's new album, Man of the Woods, was a country pop mix. I happened to be doing some wiring upstairs in this new edition we're putting in and and listened to the entire CD tonight uh, while up there on Amazon Music, and I can tell you that Outside of the fact that Chris Stapleton is on one of the songs, <laughs> just one, there's nothing country pop about this album. Yeah, um, I totally take that back. And um, yep, that's I, I was repeating something without listening to it, which you can definitely see is something that you probably should not do because that was not not accurate. I do not believe at all. All right, so give me your breakdown. What did you think of the halftime show? Uh, I mean, I thought I thought it was really good. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought there was a ton of work that seemed to go into it. Instead of normally, it always seemed like there was just the one stage they were kind of on, and they had the people on the on the, you know, on the on the field and and whatnot. But 
I mean, he was moving around. He went from one stage to the other and then back to the first one and then on the piano with the whole Prince thing. And then he went back to the original stage and then he was in the crowd. I mean, he was just like everywhere. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I enjoyed kind of the array of songs. Um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. What did you think? Yeah. I thought, uh, first of all, I thought his outfit was just... Yeah, the outfit, I was curious. That's what, at one point, I asked Dustin, I'm like, what is on his shirt? Are those deer? I'm like, what is that? I believe they were elk. Um, I think you're right. I I believe they were elk. And I think he really played up the man of the woods uh, idea. He had like a camo suit on or no, something. No, it was, was it, it was it was like a plaid suit that had like been slept out in the woods. Like it was stained and 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 like <laughs> I, bleached. I saw somewhere on Facebook or something that somebody uh, one of the memes said something about how Justin Timberlake went to Goodwill to buy his his uh, outfit for the or for the uh Super Bowl halftime show and I mean it was like <laughs> I mean it was it was definitely interesting, I guess. Yeah, but I, I said earlier, I am a Justin Timberlake fan. Um, I did listen to the whole album tonight. It's going to have to grow on me a little bit. I yeah. like a few of the songs. I think that's I think that's the type it is, yeah. Yeah, I like the Man of the Woods song. I like Filthy, but it's going to have to grow on me a little bit uh, before then. Right. I like the performance. I, I will agree, and what I've, what I've heard from a lot of people today and what I read on social media, the sound was bad and i agree a lot of times i couldn't tell if he was singing or just lip syncing or if it was the background singers like i couldn't i agree with that and i think he made it more about his dancing ability than truly his singing ability outside of the prince tribute right which i thought it was still entertaining i thought it was a good halftime show the few things i love the part where he was on the white box with the single mic stand and was kind of kicking it back. Yeah, and that was that was original. I thought I've... that was really cool. Um, the Prince tribute, I really yeah. really liked. I thought that was nicely done, especially the part where you zoomed out and saw the city and the city started going. Purple. Yeah, and had the the symbol. Absolutely. And when he went into the stands, I thought that was really. cool. I did too. I'm like I had never seen anything like that. I, I thought it was interesting. Even though that does play into kind of the conversation you and I had earlier about some of your students you asked, because one of the memes I saw of the young man that <laughs> was kind of frozen with his cell phone trying to figure out what he was going to do, they showed that he was searching. It, it was like he was Googling yeah. who is Justin yeah. Timberlake. Which, to to kind of talk about that, today in in class I asked all of my students, you know, about the game, you know, if you watched it. And, of course, you know, some of them didn't. So, you know, whatever. But I said, what did you think of the halftime show? And I would say of each of those, probably 95% of those students said they did not like it and said they thought it was awful. And I'm like, really? I said, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, you, we had kind of talked a little bit, and you didn't think it was terrible either. And I said, you know, and, and I had seen just – people on Facebook and stuff after that you know how they everybody always posts stuff on Facebook and and uh everything and and everybody seemed pretty positive you know great show whatever blah blah blah. and I just cannot believe that all of the I mean and it was not just you know one or two kids it was consistently everybody was like yeah I didn't like it and and then they started saying I didn't know any of those songs they said, I think I knew one song. And I'm like, seriously? I mean, I knew more of those songs. Yeah, we immediately said, well, hey, most of those songs <laughs> were were not off the new album. They were older right, songs. But I, then we realized that this song came out in 2002. Yeah. Which, again, your students would have been Probably born in. like, 01. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're talking about they were one year old when Cry Me a River came out. The other one I looked up was Bringing Sexy Back. It came out in 2006. Yeah. So what we've realized is Justin Timberlake, as I talked earlier about being the new hip, you know, having this kind of hip uh, halftime show. Yeah. We've realized that he's really not that hip. And I thought he was going to reach some of the younger people. Not at all. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I need to do, what I need to do is ask, you know, my brother and sister and stuff and see if heh, where do where do people in their 20s react because obviously all of the people that i know on facebook are in their 30s or you know ish there is a reason why our podcast is married with children yeah i guess i guess that's true so i mean i, I i'm interested i mean maybe some of the people listening thought it was good or bad i i don't know but overall if i if i was rating it on five stars i would have given it a four out of five i, I thought agree. It, i thought it was entertaining i do think there was some sound problems yeah. i think it's tough to get the sound right in a stadium like that. I thought he was creative. Again, like you said, moving the stages, some of the things he did. Uh, so I would give it a, a four out of five. And I think there was a, I mean, just I couldn't even imagine how many people were in on that performance because, I mean, there were hundreds of hundreds of people on the, on the field holding those mirrors, doing their little dance. I mean, I mean, it, that was just ridiculous. And then, of course, they formed a little line to get to the, to the stage, but. I, I mean, I would enjoyed it. Yes, the sound, I think, could have been better. I think if they would have fixed that, I think it would have been pretty good. And um, I, I think that he was very creative without having to have that special guest come out. We had talked earlier, yeah. would, would Janet Jackson show up? Would NSYNC show up? And I know a lot of artists do those kind of things right. when they perform at the halftime. But I thought he really stood on his own. I thought it was and a nice I, Yeah, I wonder if that wasn't part of it. He wanted to try and do without some of all the extra stuff. And obviously, you know, he's heard all of the, you know, well, what if this person comes out with him and, and that kind of thing. So I think he did do a good job of, of doing that. I found this interesting. I, I kind of saw an article last night, and it actually was from the year before. Um, but I decided to kind of look this up before we started tonight. We all know the the ticket price uh, for Super Bowl tickets is outrageous. It's yes. very expensive yes. to go. But out of curiosity, I thought, what are concessions like at the Super Bowl? Like how much do they cost? Yeah. I mean, we would all assume they're expensive. I mean, if yeah. you go to a Colts game, it's it's $9 for an adult beverage. Yeah. It's you know, $12 for a hot dog. Yes, yes. The first one that comes up here in this ar- article is called House Divided Cocktails. Okay, and they were served in a special uh, Super Bowl edition mason jar. Okay. One was called the Midnight Green Punch. That was for the Philadelphia Eagles. Gotcha. The other was the Wicked Red, which was for, obviously, the New England Patriots. Uh Those would cost you a simple $35. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I get you to take the mason jar home, but holy cow. And I love the guy that tweeted this, uh, Will Brinson. He says, you better believe your house is going to be divided if your spouse finds out you spent $35 <laughs> on a liquor drink does that at the mean, Super Bowl. Does that mean free refills? Because, I mean, I'd buy it if I could get refills and just refill it all game. Negative. Yeah. No free refills. I would say that's a one-time shot. Number two here, uh, specialty cheese curds. I do love a good cheese oh, curd. Gosh. These were Blue Moon bacon cheese curds for a simple price of $19. And I like how they paired this. And 1,900 calories. <laughs> well, that that's interesting. 
simple beef nachos from the Tostitos uh, stand, a simple $16. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the mason jar, by the way, uh, you could just get it with any drink or cocktail. Uh, that was $30 just for the mason jar, and it was plastic. It wasn't even an actual glass You are mason kidding. Jar. No. I think I'd take a picture of it and then just, you know, print the print the picture. You know, and, and he... <laughs> This is kind of funny, but this person uh, tweeted that an Eagles fan had just got caught going through security with a bag of wine in her bra, <laughs> which I guess if you're going to have to pay $35 yeah, yeah. for a beverage, it's probably yeah. worth it. Yes, I, I agree. Here, Here's one of the uh, the actual signs here. A Greek lamb sandwich was $17, fried potatoes, oh 9 Oh, my gosh. Coleslaw was 7 Uh The lamb one-pound bucket was $22. Whole chicken with sauce was twenty three. I just oh think my goodness! Here we go. A walking taco. Yeah. With beef, Doritos walking taco. What do you think it was? Uh, fifteen. Eighteen dollars. Oh my gosh! You know, I definitely uh would say let's go out to eat first and stuff ourselves, and um, then you don't have to eat much there. A domestic can of adult beverage. Thirteen dollars a piece. Oh my god! A can for a can? For a can. Oh my gosh! I mean, wow! That is. <laughs> so not only do you pay an absorbent amount just to get into the game, yeah, then you can't afford to do anything while you're no, at the game. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Hey, let's talk about commercials a little bit. Let's okay. let's kind of finish up here. We got we got two major things left to talk about. We're yep. going to talk about the commercials and what we thought of those. And then we've got to talk about who won our bet. Yeah. Yep. And uh, obviously with the big winner on that one, we'll uh, so excited about that. Uh, commercial wise, I think my uh, my favorite was the uh, Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. Dirty Dancing. I thought that one was really good. I, I think that was my my favorite of all of them. Yeah, and I think that kind of showed that that Eli was kind of taking over the Peyton role. Oh yeah, of the of, of doing the commercials. Yeah, and, yeah, and kind of outside the box for him. But but I thought Odell Beckham Jr. for all the things we've seen with him, how fiery of a personality he was. I thought that was great. I thought he played into that really well. I, th I thought both of them did. I loved you know the part when when uh Eli's doing the dancing and like the hair flip and I mean it was just that I just thought that was hilarious <laughs> I thought it was an interesting year too that I thought a lot of ads focused on kind of charity and social work yeah. there was an ad right at the beginning from Mass Mutual that kind of went through a bunch of things people had done throughout the year uh -huh. um, to help people there was another ad kind of about the people who had went down to help with Hurricane Harvey relief and what they did to help those guys out. I would have to say, though, that if I was just thinking about who won the ad battle, now, I don't know if you can say they got the best bang for their buck because I would be shocked at how much money they put into the Super Bowl ads when you're talking about millions of dollars per half minute. But I think Tide absolutely just killed the Super Bowl ads. And I think it's because they took a totally different approach than what everyone else has ever done. And, and I thought that was new and fresh. And obviously, I'm not a 
I mean, I think we use Tide when we do the laundry, but I'm not a huge laundry detergent connoisseur or, or really care what we use. But I thought their ability to kind of take every other commercial had ever been done from the Budweiser with the Clydesdales to, you know, all these different types of com Super Bowl commercials we've seen and just break them down that, oh, hey, it's not a commercial for that. It's a commercial for Tide. And the reason why you can tell that is because they have clean shirts. So, it, again, if I had to pick a winner for who dominated in the advertising at the Super Bowl, I would 100% say that it's the Tide brand commercials. Yeah, no, I thought that was great. I, I did love those. And the funny thing is, is here at school, um, at, at the very end of the day, we had some time in one of my classes. And so we... Uh, we, we went through and we watched some of them and one of them was the Tide ad because some of the people talk, or some of the kids talked about it. And I, I do love it. And the fir the very, very first one I thought was kind of corny and kind of goofy. But I do think and the, even watching it, I think a second time, I really liked the very end part when they're like, so aren't all t all at or all commercials tied commercials? <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. I think you really had to see the whole collection of commercials because I yeah. agree. The first one I was kind of like, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. But then when the whole night yeah. was taking everybody else's Super Bowl commercial and turning it into a tied ad. Yeah. That was totally new, totally fresh. And like I, I said, I don't know what they spent because the amount of money to run those total ads. Yes. I don't know if they won the bang for your buck award. But the most memorable, I would have to say the Tide And again, ads. it's, it's I mean, one like that, you know, people are talking about the next day. And so, I mean, that, again, yes. Does that make me want to go out and buy Tide? I mean, I already do, so it really doesn't matter. But, I mean, does that change people? I don't know. But, I mean, at least gets people talking, so. One, uh, one that I think was highly anticipated would be the Bud Light Dilly Dilly commercials. Right. Which I, I love the Dilly Dilly ads. I think they're funny. Really? I I didn't think this one killed it. The I, one with the, the Bud Light guy on the horse? Well, it started with they were going to fight the other people because yeah. they had ran out of Bud Light and the other group had Bud Light, but they were way outmanned. And then the second part was the Bud Light night rides in yeah. and kind of say ends up saving the day. But the whole idea of the dilly dilly, I didn't think it came across as well in that ad. So I was disappointed in that. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of all of those commercials, to be honest. Oh, I love it when they're giving the the pit of misery. I love where they're giving them the the Bud Light. But yeah, so I, I wasn't really a fan, and so I mean that one I didn't really pay attention to too well because I'm again I wasn't really intrigued. I, I would say again, I said I thought Tide won the night, but if I had to pick my absolute favorite, it's tough. But I think my absolute favorite was the M&M's commercial with Danny DeVito. Really? When the M&M becomes human and it's, it's you know, the five-foot-five heavyset And he's walking Danny around DeVito. saying, do you want to eat me? Yes, priceless, <laughs> in the middle of, like, New York City. Yeah. Do you want to eat me? They don't want to eat me. They, they don't want to eat me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was good. I thought that was a great, again, play on the, the M&M's ads of the past, but I, I love Danny DeVito, right. so I thought that was a great one. No, I agree. That was a good one. Well, in the, in the very beginning, he's in there swimming in chocolate. Oh, <laughs> at yeah. At the beginning of that one. So that was good. Uh, another good one that I, I thought was uh, was pretty good, probably my second favorite, was the Doritos uh, Blazing uh, versus the Mountain Dew Ice. Yep. Uh, that kind of back and forth, you know, the 
the rap song and that kind of stuff. I thought that was a good pairing between those two um, and definitely something that was just a little bit different that kind of piqued my interest. Yeah, no, I thought it was it was funny to see uh, Morgan Freeman, isn't that his name, doing the... Uh, uh, are you talking about the Mountain Dew commercial, right? Yes. But who is it that was doing the uh, Missy Elliott? Uh, it's it's the... Oh, that that was Morgan Freeman. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but seeing him rapping to uh, Missy Elliott, I thought that was kind of interesting. And, I mean, that was one that some of my kids even talked about. And I'm like, you guys don't know who Justin Timberlake is, but you knew a Missy Elliott song? I mean, that, you know, I mean, that was that was crazy to me, but whatever. But, no, I agree. I like that one, too. A couple others that stood out to me, uh, I thought, and I know you, you like this one. You may not have wrote it down, but you liked it, was the Danny McBride uh, Australian tourism ad. Oh yeah, I, I do have was, that one down. Where he yes. thought he was going to star star as Crocodile Dundee. Yes, yes. I know our three and a half year old son also looked at me two or three times after that and said, "Daddy, why did he cut his face so bad?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where he was shaving his face with yeah, his knife. So, so now my three and a half year old is terrified he's going to grow a beard and have to shave. Yeah, because we seriously spent a ten minute conversation on that about shaving and beards and <laughs> all of that because. But uh, no, I did like that one because of the crocodile Dundee, and then, and then it's like the, talking about the you know miles of beaches and all of this stuff, and then he's like, "This is an Australia ad." <laughs> but yes, I like that one. Uh, I thought the voice uh, commercial was yeah, kind of creative. That was good. I like that one. Uh, I also really liked, and again, this one kind of goes with what I talked about before, kind of the the compassion piece, the charity. Uh, the reaching out for others kind of feel of a lot of the Super Bowl commercials. The Budweiser uh, water can ad. Did you were you in the living room mm, when that one was showed? I don't think I remember that. Uh, it was a it started. It was a gentleman in bed, and he gets a phone call, and you can obviously tell it's the middle of the night. And he says, "Okay, I'll be right there." He's like the master brewer for uh, Budweiser. He comes in, you see the assembly line, all the Budweiser cans coming down. He then makes the shift, cleans out all the tanks. And they start bottling or canning water, which is something that Anheuser-Busch has done in all right. these to send water to these locations. Uh-huh. So it was kind of showing that process, but I thought that was kind of a cool ad no, that, I missed that, that broke one. away from the traditional Budweiser Clydesdale horses yep. or, yeah. or beer ad. I thought that was kind of a cool way yeah. to go a different direction. Um, I had one more. Oh, I also loved the alexa voice ad yeah with the the replacement alexa yes, voices yes. I, I thought that was a really good one yes to where they use gordon ramsay and i i liked whenever they <laughs> he says alexa tell me uh how to make a grilled cheese and he's like the directions are in the name <laughs> the in, recipe the is recipe in the name is the, is the name the name is the recipe with a few other choice words with it but uh that was funny you know one other thing before we announce the winner here and kind of what we're going to ask any listener to do uh for our little little married with children super bowl bet right we did hear one really funny story from our son last night and i don't even know if you truly remember it hmm. but i and actually we, we hear a lot so it's I hard jotted it down on my notes but anyway oh we were talking to my son because yesterday was actually our dog's birthday right we really don't know when his birthday is but we found him on super bowl weekend <laughs> four years ago so we just call it super bowl sunday's his birthday absolutely <laughs> it's easy to remember that way but we had been talking about it being the dog's birthday, and then it got brought up that my birthday was next, which my son immediately said, great, I'll get you a Valentine's Day card. 
Which, yeah, cool. I mean, who wouldn't want a Valentine's Day card when your birthday's March 2nd? <laughs> um, but we're working with him to understand that. But anyway, I ask him, hey, are you going to take Valentine's Day cards to your party? Oh, yes, he's yes. In, he's in three-year-old preschool. And then me being the nosy and stirrer of the pot I might be, I said, are there any girls in your class that you like? And he said, yes, there is a girl. And she eats Legos. <laughs> and you go... Do what? You said she eats Legos? He said, yeah, she eats Legos. <laughs> to which Callie immediately responded with, Alan, you don't eat Legos. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, I can just see if this if there really is somebody, and I don't know that there is, that eats Legos at school. I'm sure he's going to try them. And I'm like, you know you don't put those in your mouth, right? And we don't know the young lady's name, which I feel like as an educator and an administrator, we probably should have contacted the school and let them know <laughs> that some young girl was eating Legos. But I don't really, but sometimes he, he says stories about other people that are about himself. So I am worried that he is saying this about this other girl when really it's like him. Well, I hope he doesn't build a wall and back himself up. I don't get it. The Legos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if he eats too many Legos and they, they Oh, connect and then build a wall, wall and back yourself. I'm thinking literally like back up, not like that kind of backed up. Back gotcha. Yourself, okay. <laughs> going back to what people might think about you as they listen to the podcast. I don't really know if a lot of people would get that one. I, I'm sure we'll get feedback whether people <laughs> got that one or not. I am sure several of my friends got that one. Well, I'm sure some of my friends wouldn't. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Yeah, so if you uh, if you work in uh, Schneck Medical Center in Seymour, Indiana, <laughs> and you have a child come in that has... Um, uh, Eating Legos could be our son. Just give us a call. We'd be happy to come and pick him up. Yeah. But the big announcement of the evening uh, is our Married with Children Super Bowl bet. Obviously, we picked 10 prop bets for us to go on and then pick the game. I won the coin toss for the to pick the game. Yep. I won with the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I took you, the Eagles plus the four and a half. Didn't even need the no, four and a half. No, did not. Did not need it. So very excited. I won that five points. And then, you know, as we kind of broke down the 10 prop bets, I'm not going to go through every one, but drum roll, please. Final score, Dustin, nine, Cali, six. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Which yep. means. I'm the loser. You're the loser. Yep. And with being the loser whoops with being the loser that means you will have to sing us a song yeah really any, excited any thoughts that you'd like to do um not, you got, not you got one in your wheelhouse that you really <laughs> you know that's i mean last week you said don't stop believing was your go-to karaoke <laughs> whenever i was 21 years old that was a long time ago so yeah, way yeah. So you don't I, have a go-to karaoke? No, you're I don't karaoke anymore. <laughs> you're getting ready to next episode. Yep, yep. I'm really excited. So since she doesn't have any, what I'm going to ask is I'm going to throw it out to any listener who makes it this far through episode two, right? To shoot us an email at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail dot com or reach out to either Callie or I through social media. Actually, I take that back. Reach out to me because if you send a really good one that Callie doesn't want to do, she won't tell me that you reached I out to her. I would not do that. 
you absolutely would do that. I don't think so. So send me ideas of good songs that would be great to hear her have to sing next week on the podcast. And that is how we will open episode number three. Oh, gosh. And hopefully we're going to have a guest in studio next week. Oh, yeah, so that we can I can even embarrass myself more. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll have in a guest, person. get her uh, to sing her song, pay up her Super Bowl bet. Uh, which will be wonderful. Cannot wait. I don't know that you should do it at the beginning because I'm afraid that then everybody would just shut her down and not want to listen to the rest of it. You can fast forward. If you hit that 15-second button, I will make sure I know how long the song is prior to having <laughs> you do it. Make it 15 seconds and that's it. So that everybody knows how many clicks they need to get through uh, your yeah. performance. <laughs> there you go. Just helping everybody out. All right. Hey, it was a, it was a great weekend. Exciting Super Bowl. Um uh, one other thing I guess we could talk about. We got to see the Romeo Langford in yeah. uh, live and in person yeah. last Thursday night. Put up 63 points against <laughs> against the high school that I work for. I- impressive kid. You know, great attitude, great kid. I can only yeah. wish good things for him in the future. Yeah, I was pretty good. Alan and I got a front row seat, so we got pretty pretty close and uh was able to see it but uh no it was very good and i thought he he seemed very i mean to me just by seeing what's on the floor he seemed pretty humble and i mean wasn't too crazy as far as some of the things but you did get to see some some of the things that he could do absolutely so uh you know exciting time coming up boys sectional will be coming up here in a couple weeks we'll get to see the sectional draw here in indiana you know if you're not from indiana boys sectional time in indiana is a special time exciting time yeah so we'll probably do an episode kind of talking about that maybe we can get you know a couple coaches from local in maybe coach land or or coach phillips up at seymour yeah might come in and we could do a little bit of a talk with them coming into indiana high school basketball uh, so look forward to that. Also, again, shoot me those responses for what Callie should sing um, <laughs> next week. Again, Just be easy with it. That's that's all I can ask. Absolutely. Think about like Adele, Whitney Houston, Tina Turner type songs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Um, but, hey, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. Like I said, we're, we're getting better at this, or at least we hope we are. We're, we're going to keep trying each week. Hopefully next week we'll have somebody else in the studio. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to listen to us talk <laughs> as much. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That'll help us. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a little review there, a shout out. Please share our stuff with your friends. Let us know where they can go and, and download the episodes. Uh, again, if you have an Amazon Echo at home, you can ask her uh, just to find Married with Children show on TuneIn. Uh, we're right there easy to find it'll up, automatically pull up our, our latest episode so uh anything else tonight i think that's it all right hey have a good week and we'll see you next week see ya